0: Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot, I am your DM and host as always Adam Cookson and I'm joined by my three regular co-hosts, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis and James Bunkle. Hello! A melting! Yeah. <laughs> so for any of you paying attention to the news in the UK, we're currently undergoing a massive fucking heatwave. And the UK is not built for heat, as we may have mentioned before. So we're all fucking dying. <laughs> yeah, again, again, we had a heatwave.
1: We had our summer. We're only supposed to have like a week of it.
0: Yep. And that's a bit much. <laughs> Frankly, it used to just be two days.
1: It did. Yeah, it was like two days. Yep. Oh, that was the summer. And every everyone would be like, oh, it's too hot. And they'd be like, oh, there goes our summer. And now it's like, oh, Jesus, another week. I can't deal with this. It's 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 just the sleep, man, isn't it? It's just the just to go to bed in like twenty-eight you degree heat. You guys
2: are so white. Yes. Uh,
1: uh, uh, bringing race into it, Flo. I see picking on us again. <laughs> uh, my, it's so my,
2: white.
0: My entire you, you were blood born bloodline, in love. Is, yeah, <laughs> I, my entire bloodline is from the frozen fucking north. Like yes. I, I can't cope. <laughs>
1: like, his, 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 his real name is actually Adam Snow, and he's fucking.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so pale, I make vampires fucking blush, man. Jesus. <laughs> uh.
1: Oh, it's so true. Yeah. He's, he's, oh. B- 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 Bunkle's sitting quite smug here, because he's the only Northerner still in the north, and he's quite happy in what is still warm temperatures, but by no means the fucking arid Sahara Desert. There's the south right now. <laughs> not the
2: fucking Sahara Desert. <laughs> well, no, 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 it you, isn't. Have you
0: not seen the pictures? Have you but not it, seen be- the Salai <laughs> pictures of, like, the south is just yellow now. It's just beige. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's just true. We, we We used to have grass down here. Now we have hay. Yeah.
3: (laughs) The Met Office did issue a warning.
0: I'll say. We were out today, literally today, tidying up the fucking garden just in case it sets on fire. Like, we didn't leave kindling out there. Like, Jesus Christ, man. It's that (laughs) hot. That's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Only you can prevent wildfires, Cookton. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But... Regardless, we're here to bring you a show, despite our all-respective meltings, and they will be reprising their roles as Tommy Hawkins, our gunslinger rogue, Sophia Landrian, our fighter cleric, and Mr. Dick Fate, our half-orc by a barion with a professor friend. Demonstrate. straight. (laughs) Ah, and, well, last week was a, well, I guess it was an episode where you didn't go very far, but you learnt a lot very quickly. Yeah, um, you, you
1: didn't know we could have bottle episodes on the pod, but here we go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Turns out, um, Mr. Fate has a new friend, being himself, as he, uh, had it a bit of a tete-a-tete with another version of Mr. Fate in his dreams, and they kind of came together and ha- made a bit of a plan about how they want to tackle some upcoming events and, uh, maybe giving themselves a bit of new perspective on all their problems, and that left our, uh, Real world, Mr. Fate, wanting to go have a look at a certain book that they had uh, found on the Migo ship. Tommy, not a big fan of that, as he has a bad history with reading, both <laughs> pre and post pod. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: a bad history with books. I'm fine at reading.
2: Uh, <laughs> sure you are. Bucky. he, well,
0: either way. Yes, Tommy was not overly thrilled about the idea of just delving into a good book on this ship. But uh, after chatting to Matthias, you learned that, well, maybe that not all the books instantly possess you. That might just have been one of them. So I think you eased your fears a little bit, though how far you want to trust Mr. Brain in the Jar is uh, anyone's guess. As I think we noted last time, you guys are far more trusting of the clearly evil characters than the good ones.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, if if someone yep. if someone
0: comes
1: to me and says like, I mean, you know where you stand with the evil ones, right? They they're going to they're gonna try and betray you. The good characters, though, I mean, who really knows? You know, is is anyone really good? Mm, not buying it.
0: At least you know where you're going to be with Stabby McStabface. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
1: John <laughs> Backstabbington
0: Ah. <laughs> uh. But, yes, a little bit uh, assuaged of your fears, you did decide to uh, pop out the book and take a look at the uh, first page. And it turns out that this isn't just any book, it is the book. It is the Necronomicon. Those of you who know your uh, Lovecraftian lore know that these guys are fucked. But (laughs) maybe, just maybe, keeping it in their hands is stopping the world from getting a hell of a lot worse because. This book was meant to be delivered to the mortal servants of the Whispering Man. And it just so happens to be in the hands of our heroes, who now don't know exactly what to do with it. It contains great power. Hell, even just holding it might grant power. There's a lot in this book, but none of you have decided to take the time to read it just yet. As you decided, hey, let's go to the Magician's University. Because maybe they know a thing or two about a thing or two. So, your plane shifted back to the material plane, and you are now in front of Vorik's Spire, our uh, magical university that Solara trained at and was given her a uh, secret mission from, from her master, one, Amon Jahal, who she said she wanted to go speak to. Because though she might not remember more of her recent memories, she does know her history. She knows she was trained here, and she knows her master sent her off. It's just kind of after that it gets a little bit hazy. So, I guess. We might as well jump back in as you guys are in your airship, hovering, uh, what, maybe about half a mile away from the uh, entrance to our uh, budding magical university, staring at the uh, high spires and uh, fantabulous uh, arcing colors splitting off from this thing. Just This place is infused with magic. It's in the air, just sort of thick, like you could almost touch it. And uh, I guess, are you just going to uh, rock up? Is that the plan?
1: Can I can I just ask that for um like for the actual pod when this when this airs, you put on some like of that American collegiate music that they just always play when characters <laughs> go to university.
0: <laughs> if I can find some royalty-free ones, sure. <laughs> nice,
1: yeah. There's got to be some out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean we we've got a member of the Spire with us, and we are coming on a mission of peace. I don't see any particular reason to for any skullduggery. You know, unless anybody else okay. does.
2: I mean, I don't like walking out of the shadows, so. Uh,
1: should we should we just should we just come in, you know, airship blazing, as <laughs> the. Um...
2: <laughs> we need to make an entrance. Let's just say that. Let's let's make an yeah, entrance. Yeah, yeah. Do we do yeah. we have any like
3: fireworks anywhere we can set off from the airship to be like, you know, just just just, oh, just oh, to kind so. of like show off a little bit. At the end of the day, this is quite a grand occasion. I think we're quite grand people. No, <laughs> uh, we can we can have a look. I don't know if we do.
0: Can't uh, make him I think fire is guns in the air.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean that might be a bit more threatening than fireworks. I mean,
2: yeah. What, <laughs> mean, no, what happens if we throw Matthias in the air and shoot him, and then it'll go <laughs> smash, and that'd be a fantastic entrance.
1: Maybe we don't. Maybe maybe releasing him from the jar might be the worst thing we could do.
2: No, but we're shooting the jar. And him I, in it.
1: I, I know, I know. But just, just, just. I know. Yeah, oh, no. Just I like
3: let's just let's just leave him in the jar.
1: Let's just leave him leave him, leave him in the jar in the storage closet for it for now.
2: <laughs> to be fair, so like he might really love being at the spire because it's about learning and all that crap, isn't it? He might. It, yeah. Just it might be his though. forever home.
1: Yeah, he might. Or or maybe if we we promise to bring him back there, he'll he'll like be our buddy and not Petraeus. Yeah. Wishful thinking. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> let's yeah, I th- I just I just think yeah, let's just 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 rock up. Um I mean hopefully a grand place like this has a um landing pad for airships, but if not then we can just like, you know, kind of subtly suggest that's probably something they should get installed when we get there because, you know, important people are flying around these days.
4: <laughs>
1: really for the student experience, you should um
0: <laughs> consider investing yep to the spire then okay so you guys s- slowly uh, move your airship closer trying to look as non-threatening as possible and you do spot an area not too far from the main entrance that's quite cleared you don't know if it's necessarily for airships but uh seems as good a place as any to uh weigh uh land anchor as it were and uh yep. go let's down drop the fucker in the quad yeah <laughs> um
1: I have to I have to warn everyone by the way that Tommy's planning to pledge a frat. So uh,
2: <laughs> What Delta November Delta.
1: Uh nice, I see what you did there.
0: <laughs> you just get ready for the magical hazing. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> when, when you uh. jump
2: off the thing that's supposed to be just be a ledge, it yeah, yeah. They're not going to give you the wonder, wonder
1: featherfall. No, this 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 is exactly like it is in fucking Skyrim, where you're just like a two-handed warrior in heavy plate, and somehow you're the grandmaster of the mages. It's just <laughs> despite the fact that I can't even cast a single spell. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're going to be like, please just 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 cast something simple like mage hand. I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> No, <laughs> <laughs> but look, I can make your face disappear.
0: <laughs> click, click. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah. you've landed outside this place. Um, what's the plan here? Are you just gonna rock up? I mean,
1: yes. Yeah, I, I think I think yes. we'll we'll head to like um, I don't know, main reception, student admissions, and kind of just see who's there, see if they if if they are all kind of hostile to anyone turning up or whether they're welcoming and hopefully solara can help us help talk us through the gate
0: sure um i take it then Solara's a little bit taking the lead here to
1: lead you guys inside i mean it's a smart move she she's the only one of us that actually has any charisma
0: and also <laughs> is, 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 is from here so yeah mm-hmm. sure so, um, Salara will lead you guys down. So she'll basically take you towards the, uh, the main gatehouse entrance. And as you're approaching, you do spot that there are guards here, somewhat unsurprisingly. Um, normal human guards, nothing weirdly magical about them. They are just wearing this, um, standard sort of armor, you know, a bit of chainmail, a bit of, uh, some breastplates, some, uh, nice, very shiny looking blue and gold tabards that, uh, maybe seem to be the colors of, uh. The guard here. Um, they do approach as you come up, but Solara is able to talk to them both and explain that she is a member here. She seems to uh, convince them well enough that they don't cause you any hassle. Though you do see that they're eyeing your airship a little bit, like, um, what the hell? Oh yeah, um, shit. Um, somebody somebody just
1: press, like, um, lock on that, please, on the keys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> beep, beep. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. you uh, walk your way past them, and you go into the main courtyard. You see quite a bustle of activity. There are wizards of all ages, and probably sorcerers, and maybe even the odd bard or warlock. You, you can't really be certain, but people of uh, all sort of magical practices are wandering around. As I say, they range from quite young to obviously people who maybe be teachers here or have graduated and they just continue their studies or they could be anything and anyone at this point. But you see hordes of them moving around. This is a very uh, bustling um, academy. And Solara kind of leads you past all of that initially and takes you into the uh, main chamber, the main hallway, and takes you to what you guess is some sort of reception. And you see a, a slightly older gentleman who has the ears of a half-elf, and though very human features otherwise, and slightly graying hair, so he looks to be quite an old half-elf as he looks up from his uh, scribing and says, uh, Names? Uh, this is uh, Solara Rainier, and these are my friends. Um, this is um, Sophia Landrin, Tommy Hawkins, Dick Fate, uh, Rurik Grimthorne, uh, we are here to see Master Aman jahal Is he here? And the scribe kind of gazes at all of you uh, heavily armed weirdos, is uh, the best way I could probably put it, mm. and kind of raises an eyebrow and uh, looks down at his uh, work and goes, um, Master Jahal is in today, yes. Um, Are you... I'm a little bit uneasy about just letting you and your um, friends go up to see him, though um, I should be clear, there are no weapons allowed in the academy. You're going to have to leave them in the vault. Like, Very clearly looking at the fact you're carrying swords and bows and Tommy's covered in daggers and has strange metal tubes at his uh, ready fingers as well. You all look like you're scoring for a fight, especially since at this point your clothes are covered in Migo blood as well, which, you know, adds to the whole uh, ensemble.
1: Oh, yeah. Can um, he come see us? Yeah, can you come down and meet us in the... in the uh, down here? Uh, but I'm, I'm a bit... No offence, right, but uh, I'm sure you're probably quite aware of the uh, events going on in the world right now, unless you're uh, too busy, you know, reading the book. Um, things is not exactly go into anyone's plans except per- perhaps the uh, big bads of the world and uh no offense if we if we don't particularly want to be wandering around unarmed as it were seen
0: as pretty much everywhere we've been so far people been trying to kill us well I, I can assure you that the spire is incredibly well guarded and you are at no threat here the only people carrying weapons would be yourselves, and we can't allow that. I'm sure you I understand that.
2: All these spellcasters.
1: Yeah, I mean, come on, mate. No offence, I can't cast a spell to save me life, but any one of these fuckers could probably end me with about two words.
0: Oh well, if they try to use offensive magic against you, they would be expelled, of course.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, academic discipline and that. I mean, I'm I'm a puddler fucking goo, and it's this this. Like well, cunt's been fucking ejected from uni. Uh, come on, mate. Tell you what, how about how about we do you deal? We'll uh, we'll dispense with most of the weapons and keep a single item with us. How's that?
0: Do me a persuasion check, and if one of you want to say something else to aid that, I'll give you advantage.
2: I'm just trying to think of what weapon we'd want to bring. Can you think of one, Matt?
0: Uh, yeah, I
1: mean, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm probably gonna bring one of my swords because, um, I mean, a gun's pretty handy, but like, if I get into hand-to-hand, I'm gonna be fucked. Okay.
2: Okay. Um,
1: so, so I'll just so, say so, like,
2: I will say, well, to be fair, a sword's not gonna do anything against, like, um, like, sorcerers anyway. So come on, Could just let us through. See if you can do a roll for that.
1: Okay, we'll try with over a advantage. Uh, Thirteen but b- better than the um, natural one that I would have rolled otherwise.
4: <laughs>
2: I helped. <laughs>
0: uh, 13. He kind of eyes you all up a little bit and goes, mm, okay. He points to you, Tommy, and says, you may keep a sword. You, he points to Sophia, may keep one weapon. The other two can't.
2: I mean, that's fair. Dick's got what his about... brain, so um, that's his weapon. Dick
0: made thinks you're an idiot.
2: <laughs> <But Dick>.
1: fine. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, to be fair, you, you, you're—I guess you're pretty decent in um, unarmed combat. Anyway, if we had to, your strength's pretty high, isn't it, Dick?
5: Mm, Seventeen isn't as high as I would like. <laughs>
4: um,
5: but nevertheless, I'm here to read books now, tiny man. Thing, point to the library.
0: Yeah, accepts all your weapons. Rorik will hand over his uh, silvered warhammer as well and let the pair of you keep your uh, weapons. Everyone else is now unarmed. He'll hand you all out a little slip of paper that you realize works as like a pass. It's like a visitor's pass for the day. And he goes, the library is on the fifth floor. You can't miss it. Master Chahal will be in his offices if you are going to go visit him.
1: Uh, do we, uh, we we uh, took an airship here, it's parked out on the lawn. Do we need like a parking permit or anything?
0: Yes, if you want to pay for parking, you'll have to buy something at the quartermaster's shop and then I can validate it for you. Otherwise, we're going to have to clamp your airship.
1: <sighs> Fine. Right, guys, remember, we got to go visit the quartermaster's shop on the way out.
0: Like parking at Sainsbury's. (laughs) (laughs) I recommend buying the Vorexpire pencil sharpener.
2: I'll sharpen your pencil in a minute, mate. Let's go.
0: Does does it look like a mini Vorexpire?
1: I'm sorry, (laughs)
3: wait. Can can somebody say (laughs) phrasing?
4: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, I actually kind of want a little Spire pencil sharpener. I mean, that's, um, that, that does seem pretty cool. It'll attach to your keychain. <laughs> Put it on the airship keys, you know. Maybe we should start collecting them from the places we visit. <laughs>
2: what instead of heads uh, or limbs of people that we've killed?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's better at like it's, it's it's easier to carry around, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So, you're going to uh, leave our uh, reception, man?
1: I take yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess. Well, we were. As, as we step out, I'm like, so, Dick, did you want to hit the library then, rather than go and speak to um, our mate first, or are you going to come join us?
5: No, uh, I think it best that we try and make use of the time here and the resources that are available to us uh, as quickly as possible. Uh, we don't know who or what might know where we are. So, I think if you guys can help the young elf girl, then you guys go do that. I will get my head in the books and use my rather large knowledge to uh, to try and give us some options. Alright, just I let mean, us know. What...
2: You might want to cover up your other knowledge, dude, because it's a university.
1: Dick does not wear pants. <laughs> no he doesn't and uh, by the looks of things since he's got his big brain he's getting rather turgy for just thinking about the books um, <laughs>
0: I, um, I will
4: impregnate these books
1: <laughs>
0: I have one question which one of you guys is carrying the uh, Necronomicon
3: is that
1: uh, still Tom, with Tommy?
3: Tommy yeah, yeah. Still, it's still in his bag of holding and Dick does not actually have a bag of holding so I will not be asking for it
1: it <laughs> okay. Seems seems sensible to keep it there for now. Um, it's not like we're hiding it from anyone except um, Mathias in the party, but it's uh, yeah, just just for well, safety. It's not something you at...
2: want to have lying around, now is
1: it? No, exactly out of sight, out of mind, but still very much yeah on just our be- per- on our persons.
3: I was going to say just before Dick does uh, does go off in a separate direction, I will pull Tommy to one side and just just refer to it. do not mention the book
1: to the wizard man Okay. i may i may ask questions about the book should it come up but i won't tell him we fucking got it now just keep it more general in
5: questions about forbidden texts not naming the book
1: i am going to do the research on the book itself oh mate no worries uh listen we're going to uh yeah we we're we gonna try and make some allies here as well so if uh if you come across anyone try and make friends yeah? which is <laughs> this is one of the, one of the few places I think we might actually get some um people on our side again Wow
2: I got some cards printed with our details on it just uh just to
1: yeah them out. <laughs> yeah just 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 let's let's hope there are no enemy agents here and now we've got our location. <laughs>
2: Do you want to know about our lord and saviour?
1: No, we're not doing that one. Okay. <laughs> we're, well, you can, but we're, I'm I'm not going anywhere near that one since we're a Fuck like, you now, Mr. Cult. Um, yeah, all right. So uh, if you do come across anyone, just try and make some friends, mate. All right. Uh, and good luck. Fine. Good luck with the books. Yes, uh, Dick is not
5: the one to worry about. Good luck with the... Uh... The Lady Half Elf.
1: Oh, yeah. Also, uh, if you find any texts that uh, um, uh Weasley Black Gats might want have a look at, that also might be Andy, because we can use it a leverage on him. That sounds like a plan.
0: Right. I'll leave him to it.
2: So he's on the fifth floor, yeah? Just so we know where he is.
0: Yep. Yeah. Cool. He's Unarmed. on the fifth, and Jahal's office is uh, on the eighth floor. Okay.
2: Have they got a lift?
0: No, just lots of stairs.
2: Have they got Yay. a levitation spell for me?
0: Not for you, no.
2: <laughs> Everybody <laughs> else,
0: yes. yeah. They're, they're, they're levitating past us up the stairs,
1: and we're just trudging up, going.
4: <sighs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's literally, literally just to punish undergrads, like after them um,
0: after like the big student night out. Yeah, you see a a few kind of. Hungover, sweaty looking students kind of like crawling their way up the stairs looking uh, every 10 minutes having to press digitise themselves to get rid of all the sweat and then uh, <laughs> collapsing <laughs> okay so um, who do we want to follow first want to go to the library or want to go to uh, Amon
1: uh, let, let's let Mr. Fate go in the library he's going to be less chatting I'm guessing mm. that is probably oh,
0: true All right, then. So, Mr. Fate, you head up to the fifth floor and uh, leave your friends to continue up this uh, devastatingly long staircase. And you walk into what is quite a magnificent-looking arcane library. It is colossal. It almost seems too big for the spire, and the spire is fucking huge. It has rows and rows and rows of books on all manner of magics and histories and... uh, A lot of things about the Spire, obviously, but just general world history and information. Also, things that maybe you're less interested in as well, but you never know. Maybe you want to take up horticulture. Whatever your particular uh, fancy is this day, this library has a lot of information. What are you looking for and what do you want to do? Okay, so,
5: two, two things. I want to find genuinely the biggest book I can find. On. In fact, it doesn't really matter what it's on, just as long as it takes him a long time to read it. So I would just find a really, really big book for the brain. And then what I want to actually do is find anything I can that talks about the Necronomicon or the Outer Gods.
0: Okay. Well. Wow. So, what we're going to do here, we're going to do some rolls for you, and basically it's going to see how much time it takes you, because you might be here a while. This is a huge place, okay. and that though you will fair. probably have information on things you're seeking, how good you are at finding it. So, let's go with perception for this one, because you're... Actually, no, let's go with investigation. Yeah, investigation makes the most sense, as you are basically going through all the uh, tomes, trying to reference things, trying to find what you get, and, uh, Let's go for finding a good book for uh, Matthias. So I have 16.
5: 16 is not bad.
0: 16 is not bad. You uh, run around in, let's say, about 20 minutes for this first one. That's not too difficult to find the biggest book you could find. And you find a massive tome on what appears to be like insect biology. It's just going on and on and on about all the various forms of insects with lots of pictures and diagrams and things that are incredibly boring if you're not particularly interested in insect biology, but you wonder if it would take Matthias a long time to go through this. It is like thousands of pages. Excellent. That sounds perfect. Okay. And now you want to find information about either the Outer Gods or the Necronomicon. Yes. Okay. Do me another roll.
5: Thirteen. Thirteen. Not quite as good.
0: Thirteen. Okay. I'll say... Um, this takes you a couple of hours going through things and maybe even asking a few other students and trying to work stuff out before you find anything that comes close to what you're looking for. Because what you quickly start to realize is, one, there isn't really anything written directly about the Outer Gods in these books. And you're starting to wonder if the reason why these other tomes, the ones that Matthias was talking about, are so rare and so... Um, mysterious is because they're the only things that contain that sort of information. Normal study won't bring you close to that kind of stuff. But, what you do find, as you are going through pretty much everything you can uh, get your hands on here, that might hold a hint, is you find a book that is the collected works of knowledge on the far plane, and... Let me just uh, find the thing I want to find. Sorry, right, the Far Realm. Um, yeah, so you find a book on the Far Realm, and it's an, it's a very old-looking book, and you find it hidden away right at the back. And you probably assume no one has ever been back here in years. It's covered in dust and cobwebs, and you, you get the impression this is the sort of library the chick could get lost in, right? This is... it's massive. But you find this book on the Far Realm... And there isn't a lot of information, there's a lot of speculation, a lot of interest in what might be there and what takes shape. But what it talks about is that the Far Realm is generally considered to be outside of the known multiverse. It's beyond all the other realms, the, the more typical ones, the Feywild, the Shadowfell, etc., etc. It's where... It's almost like an entirely separate universe with its own physical and magical laws, or at least that's what most people seem to think. It's where stray energies from the forum can leak into other planes, and it gets warped and twisted into alien shapes that can defy understandable geometry and biology. And reading that, you start to think of the Migo. how bizarre they look, and how they're able to fly through seemingly Space, as far as Matthias seemed to be implying, their technology is absurd to you, but it clearly seems to be very advanced. You think of the lightning gun that I don't know if you stashed that on the ship or took it and handed it over, but wherever it currently resides, you think of the sort of aberrations that uh, could create that. It's a bit beyond the natural order of things. It lists that certain aberrant types of creatures that are a bit more common possibly come from this realm. So things like mind flayers and beholders, creatures that you may have heard of but never encountered because they are quite rare, that they might either be from that place or possibly shaped and influenced by it in some way. Maybe like a distant cousin to a creature that really comes from there. Supposedly there are entities that actually live in the far realm and they're considered too alien for normal minds to really accept. In fact, coming into contact with them can cause real damage to your mind, can cause insanity. It can break you. And you start to think of, of course, all the strange things that you've encountered over your journey. And you wonder if there is some connection to what these books are calling the Far Realm and perhaps the Dreamlands and where the Outer Gods seem to dwell. There are definitely some... Parallels that you can see here. And you get that a lot of what's written here is written from the perspective of someone who hasn't gone there, but is doing a lot of piecing bits together themselves. None of this is concrete, but it's like this person's best guess. Okay. It's generally pointed out that most mortals don't have much concept of the far realm. Even other acclaimed wizards don't really understand it. And trying to conceptualize it is actually quite difficult. It's a struggle for a a normal mortal mind to consider because you have to overcome the boundaries of matter, space, and even your own sanity to truly understand it in any way. It is noted that sometimes warlocks will make packs with creatures from there, but generally they're considered um, the slightly more insane warlocks, or It has happened accidentally that the warlock didn't even know what they were dealing with and perhaps some monstrous alien creature simply passed near it and shared some of its power almost accidentally. Mm. There's no real easy way to get to the far realm as far as this writer is concerned. There are no portals there. There is no connection to it. And they speculate that perhaps that's a good thing because if there were portals, you don't know what might leak through. And... You're reminded of the dimensional shambler that tore its way through, now that the walls seem to be a little weaker than perhaps when this was written. And you uh, have a nice little cold shudder at how unkillable that thing was. Mm. There are horrors hidden in that realm that you do not want to come into contact with. Could okay. you do see some references here, though, that apparently there are rumors that knowledge of this place has been written about, condensed into certain texts and tomes that seem to be lost to history, or maybe just given the strange nature of this place, they don't necessarily always exist here. There are talks of magical books, say, losing potency over time, and you know from uh, personal experience that Tommy has a book that he can use once and then it'll come back to potency in a 100 years. But the book will still exist, right? It just doesn't have the magic, it's recharging. If you extrapolate that, you could imagine that perhaps once a book is used or maybe it just has a short period of existence, maybe it travels and disappears. You know things can have wills of their own, whether through curses or sentient objects or just perhaps their very nature is to be strange like that, that they're not always here or they're not always in mortal hands. And though it doesn't necessarily name the Necronomicon, you certainly get the impression that that might be such a tome the last thing that i'll say that you get from this book as you have gone cover to cover i'm certain you're curious about the author because who wouldn't be they seem to know a lot about this but there doesn't seem to be any sort of name written here about who wrote this particular work the only thing you see is when you get to the final page just on the back cover there is a stylized eye Simple as in the letter I, but capitalized. With three little tentacles scribbled around it. Almost like someone's doodle, but quite well done. That's the only symbol you see that may identify the author.
5: Interesting. So, uh, since I'm in this dark corner, do I see anything else? Is anything else speaking out to me from these
0: shelves? I'd say, do me a sheer luck check do me a flat d20 and we'll see if you get something good
1: a free sheer luck is not on your side today
0: (laughs) uh looking around you don't see anything interesting except a a pamphlet for what was once a bake sale that is now at least 200 years out of date okay
1: so keep it oh man (laughs) they had like red velvet and everything
0: yeah of course all favorites.
5: the pamphlet the brain can read the pamphlet
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so, so can,
5: can i can i can I ask would that would that check preclude me from investigating the author just to would i would I be able to look for any more of his books or speak to a librarian maybe?
0: I would say that, yes. So you're sure luck checked in bringing anything up, and you're a little bit like at this point, you've been here a few hours, you're kind of exhausted at looking at books, and you haven't really found anything else that would link to it. You could go speak to the librarian, however.
5: What I'm going to do is I'm going to find a piece of paper on a desk, I'm going to copy the symbol, I'm going to keep the book that can go nicely in the duster, and I'm going to show her the symbol and ask if there's anybody. Any more books by this author.
1: And hope she doesn't take you
5: to the book you've just pilfered.
2: Yeah. You just stole a book, dude.
5: <laughs> I have not stolen it.
1: I am just not mentioning it to her. It's it's a library. <laughs> he, he has borrowed it. He will return it sometime within the next eight to ten years. I will return <laughs> it to me in the
5: brain if I chance to look at it.
0: Okay, so you find the librarian. Uh she's not that difficult to find. Um you see this uh sort of middle aged woman, quite uh Dressed pretty much like most of the wizards here, just slightly smarter than any of the students. She has has a a small pair of uh, bifocals on her nose, and uh, she's in the middle of uh, packing up some books onto a trolley to take away when you approach. She uh, raises both her eyebrows with the fact that you're pantsless, but uh, she sees that you're approaching her with a book and uh, a very contemplative expression on your face. Um, What do you want to say to her?
5: Hello, young librarian lady. I... I'm interested in this particular author. And I'm wondering if, A, you might know how to translate that symbol, and B, if there are any more books that they have written.
3: And I'm going to slide over my piece of paper with my nicely drawn eye with tentacles.
1: And your number on it.
3: (laughs) And it says at the
5: bottom, Dr. Dick
4: Fate.
5: (laughs) MD all the
4: day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. She, uh, takes a little bit of a look at that and, uh, contemplates, uh, her, uh, for a moment. Pretty yeah. <laughs> 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 <Very> much. <laughs> um. Appearing she, uh, shakes her head eventually and pushes it back to you and goes, um, uh, no, I can't say I've ever come into contact with that before, I'm afraid. My apologies.
5: So, uh, if you don't know of the books, wait, what do you do? You're the librarian. Surely you know where these books are. Surely you know more about the books in this place than I will suddenly know.
0: Yes, I I do know about almost every book within this library. I've worked here for over 30 years at this point, but that symbol is not familiar to me. I don't know where you found it. I don't know what book it was on, but... is not an author i am particularly familiar with perhaps they only wrote one work i don't know interesting interesting
5: so uh you do magic
0: um yes i I know some spells
5: so do you know any findy spells might be able to uh find more of more more of this person's works for me um
0: it's a good question there is a spell, but what I will just need to check is what you need to do to be able to cast it, because the answer might be no. Uh, it is uh, find item, wherever that is. Uh, Dick, your charisma. Yeah,
2: can I was going to say, you need a... You, surely there needs to be a persuasion there.
1: No, 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 no don't make you oh, do that.
0: There will what? be a persuasion uh, check, but uh, I need to check if she even has the capability to begin with. <laughs> go fight book. Uh, oh. Yeah, dick.
4: <laughs>
5: this is dick flirting a 14 in charisma this is how dick flirt
2: like, you
1: know, <laughs> out. Here, no. we are playing <laughs> the you game you mean yeah. this
2: is how you flirt Bunker.
1: fucking hell oh, no, this, this is a 14 <laughs> 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 fucking hell <laughs> no, what's tommy like Jesus 5% Christ. of the time it works every time naked man <laughs> Matt
2: what
1: I'm, have you I'm, got what's tommy got this, what's tommy got tommy's Tommy's got an 11. I mean, he, <laughs> you, you, you laugh, right? But, but let's be honest, uh, uh, the average commoner has a 10. So, so 11 yeah. is just very slightly yeah. above, above average. It's not terrible, but this, this man is a 14. I mean, that should be pretty fucking good. That should be, I, I'm, I'm guessing it just works because like having the dick out is a love it or hate it thing, you know, like mm. he, 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 either people are instantly like impressed. Um, <laughs> Or, it or... is an exuberance
5: of confidence that people are attracted to, and it helps that Dick Fate is a rather good-looking young orc. I mean, of... at least, at least
1: you know where you stand with him. Exactly. That's true.
5: <laughs> exactly.
0: Okay, um... uh... Do me a do me a persuasion check. Do I get advantage because my cock is out? You get disadvantage because <laughs> your cock is out. Do I actually get disadvantage? <laughs> Uh, I probably should, but I'm going to be nice and just give you a straight roll. <laughs> I'm no. going to fail anyway. <laughs> it's yeah. more that you've baffled her with your brazenness.
1: 22! Oh
0: <laughs> she hasn't been talked to you like that
1: for 30 years,
3: and she's all a quiver. <laughs> she is wet. <laughs> 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 See,
1: I've, I put, put exactly the same thing in somewhat more eloquent terms there. Um, why don't I have any yeah. charisma stake? <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: this is why I should play a bard
0: <laughs> oh. okay she will uh, take the uh, the picture of the uh, eye off you, the, the capital I and she will take 10 minutes to cast the locate object spell, so wow. this will allow her to basically find an object with a similar symbol on it within a thousand feet of her
1: See, see, you're going to tell this story later on, Dick, and Tommy is never, ever
0: going to believe that that worked. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, she will take the ten minutes, cast the spell, and when she uh, reopens her eyes and all the sort of magic dies down around her, she goes, "Um, yes, uh, there there is apparently a uh, another copy of that symbol nearby." Come with me. And she, uh, walks off through the library.
2: Dick will follow. Out. There's another book. This and is not good.
0: You find, um, a student actually sat at a table at the back of the library with, uh, sat by himself in a small dark corner, peering over a book. He's wearing these, uh, very, I'm gonna say it like this. This man is wearing, uh, black robes. He has, a. Uh, black painted fingernails, and has some uh, goth makeup on that looks a little bit like Dick Fates, but this kid is, like, maybe 18 years old, and he looks like he's trying way too hard. <laughs> um, but he sat there, like, hunched over a book, kind of scowling at anyone who gets close to him, and then when you and the uh, librarian arrive, he kind of looks up a bit confused, and the librarian turns to you, uh, Mr. Fate, and goes, It appears this is the uh, only other book within a thousand feet of me with that same symbol, so, uh... If you would like to uh speak to Mr Crispin here, he will uh be happy to help you, I'm sure. And she uh, walks off, leaving the two of you together as the uh... Yeah I was, I was I was waiting for
1: the author self-insert here. Um <laughs> no, I'm I'm joking, I know exactly who this is based on.
0: Carry <laughs> on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, who are you and why are you naked?
5: My name is Dick Fate. I am a professor. And I want to look at that
0: book. Um, you're a professor? Uh, I have never seen you here before. What, what do you doing? Did teach? I say I was your professor? Or did I
5: say I was a professor? Well, I, I, mean, professor, uh, look.
0: And Dick is pointing to his dick. <laughs> look, I don't know what sort of school you're from, but that's not how it's like around here. Um, can, you, can you put point that away? Please, your professor D's.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, tell you what, give me the book.
5: I'll use the book to cover my penis, or at least a small portion of
0: it. Um, so, but why do you why do you want the book? What's just let me look at the book. Um, okay, and he kind of like turns the book around, and you see it's a a book on what appears to be a book on the Shadowfell.
5: Ooh. Ah, very interesting.
3: Mind if I borrow this? And I'm going to take the book out of his hand. At least I'm going to try to take the book out of his hand. I'm assuming. It is a bit of
0: Yeah, I mean, I won't even make you roll for this, because this is an 18-year-old kid who is uh, not very tough, and you are a hulking six-foot-six half-orc barbarian. If he even was attempting to put up a fight, you didn't notice. <laughs>
4: Poor kid.
0: Crispin, yes. Crispy. Uh yeah. What's uh what's the get up? Well, um when I when I came here I uh was trying to find um what I was into and uh turns out I really, really, really like uh necromantic magic and you know, uh you gotta 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 get the look and then uh apparently the that's the best way to learn, right? Like, you know, you gotta Dress for the uh, magic school you want, right?
5: Dick is unsure what you are talking about, but nevertheless, let's jazz this up a little bit. Dick, this is Go- this is Dick one, and I am going to make you over. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm I, I'm joking. I'm seriously not going to make over this child. Okay, um, right. So, yeah, um, hmm, all this all the black we don't i mean dick as you can see could pull this off you my friend just just light it up a little bit fill in a bit of bit of purple bit of greens you, you'll be fine and uh do you, it doesn't matter if you need the book back i'm not gonna need you back i'll see you soon and um
3: <laughs>
4: but
0: but i need that i have an exam
3: oh an exam what do you have an exam on dick turns around at the sound of exam um it's
0: a, it's an exam on the uh the planes it's uh, you have to you know be able to recite a bunch of information about all the planes by rote um I'm not very good on the Shadowfell, that's why I was reading up. Shadowfell, um, well, probably not the right person to uh,
5: to read yeah, when you're looking for information about the Shadowfell, especially information that you might need. Uh, this author is specifically writing in the eyes of me, so you shall look. Go ask the last librarian. She'll have something on the Shadowfell, I'm sure. Because I've not read this book yet, or I would give you the information. In fact, maybe I have a brain that could talk to you. But that's another story. Um, bye now. Bye, uh, I guess.
3: <laughs> uh. are doing wrong! I do, <didn't rank. laughs> I, uh, I, I, I can't, I, you know, I, I left an open-ended possibility there where he could have gone, Brain? And he did not, so I left him. <laughs> hey, he's, he's got he's got an interesting story to
1: tell somebody if he had any friends. Um, <laughs>
3: a, gi- a, a giant naked man took my book.
1: <laughs> can you imagine this? you out of an
3: exam? <laughs> <laughs> you tried to study,
5: but... <laughs> a big naked man it took it, it and ran away. Big naked man took
4: it. <laughs> <laughs> he's still
3: getting an f <laughs> but yes i i'm going to wander away and go find somewhere to read this book also because it Good. seems like the way to go
0: uh, okay sure you take the book away and you have a read through it is a book on the Shadowfell. it is a book talking about all the uh Interesting notes from the Shadowfell. It's written from the perspective, it sounds almost uh, like a almost like a journaled way of doing it, like as in someone who has maybe gone there multiple times and then like taken extensive notes on it and then like tried to mm. turn it into a book. So it's like a reference guide almost. So the Shadowfell, or sometimes known as the plane of shadow, is basically a dimension of black, grey, and white where most of the color has basically been leached from everything. Uh, which is very much the opposite of the Feywild, which is all color and life and strangeness. This is very bleak and dark. Um, it's a place of like darkness that like literally hates the light. It's the opposite of it, where the sky is like a black vault, and there is neither sun nor stars. So it's a place that is very common for a lot of undead. So uh, you can probably assume things like vampires quite like the Shadowfell. Ghouls, things that don't particularly like to be out in the daylight, tend to have a lot of fun in the Shadowfell. The Shadowfell will overlap with the Material Plane in the same way that the Feywild does, and aside from it being colourless for its landscape, it actually is quite similar to the Material Plane, like, landmarks from the Material Plane can be recognisable in the Shadowfell, but they tend to be twisted and warped, like distorted reflections of what exists on the Material Plane. So, like, where a mountain stands in the Material Plane, The corresponding feature in the Shadowfell might be a jagged rock outcropping with a resemblance to a skull or a heap of rubble or like some sort of crumbling ruin of a once great castle. A forest on the Shadowfell is all dark and twisted and its branches reach out to snare travelers. Um, Shadow dragons and undead and lots of things, all those sort of nasty creatures tend to like to call the Shadowfell home. So it's a very dangerous place. Um, there's lots of ways to get there, similar to uh, getting to the Feywild. You can literally stumble up across a portal that'll take you there. So, for the Feywild, you have Fey crossings, whereas for this, you have Shadow crossings. It's the locations where the veil between the material plane and the Shadow Fell is very thin, so you can literally just walk to the other plane. Perhaps you find a, a particular bit of shadow that looks too dark, too solid, too real, and you could walk through it and end up in the Shadow Fell. It is a domain completely soaked in just dread as well like there is a physical dread and despair to the place one of the things you you see this author details here is that if you spend too much time in the shadowfell it can literally change you it can drain you it can make you apathetic it can instill a sense of dread in you it can even drive you insane just because you have been leeched of what you know to be real and what you know to be part of the shadowfell it's very mind affecting in that way but the longer you stay there, the more likely that is to happen to you.
1: If anybody wants to know um, what the Upside Down was.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> upside Down was a little bit based on the Shadowfell. Yeah. Uh, fun times.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Well, that's what you uh, learn from reading it, Mr. Fate.
2: Does it have a TripAdvisor-like um, guide?
1: I mean, I, I, it, it varies very much um, on the Undead TripAdvisor versus the... Um... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the regular <laughs> trip advisor. The the undead is like five star.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll take that with so, a bit of salt. Interesting.
5: So, um, Dick's been here for quite a while now. Um, so, Dick is going to head back to um, Dick is going to head back to the ship because it's not been a waste of time, but it also hasn't been as fruitful as he would have first imagined.
0: Are you also going to look for the symbol in this book as well? Yes. Okay. He is well, now. He is now. <laughs> Before you uh, set off, again on the back cover, just uh, tucked away, just behind the last page, you see the symbol of the uh, the capital I, with the tentacles wrapped around it, rising up. They almost look like three little candle wicks at the top. It's quite an intricate little symbol. But what you also see is writing written around it in a circle. Um, tell me, what languages do you speak? Oh, interesting. Um, I speak Common and Orc. Uh, I'm afraid then you do not recognise this language.
3: Um, mm-hmm. let see if I have any. else. Fear
0: speaks more languages, you you might remember.
3: Well, I know, I remember Tommy mentioning that he can read all languages. He certainly can. So, I think Tommy will be my first part of call, because I do know he can read these languages. So, yes, I'm going to, uh... Scratch my initial idea. I am going to find Tommy
5: Hawkins.
0: Okay. So, you're going to head up to uh, meet the rest of the party, then? Yes. So, while you were researching for the last couple of hours, let's go to uh, the rest of the party who are just at Amanja Hall's office. Which, as you guys go inside, presumably led on by Solara, you are taken into a, quite a nice, um, cool sort of stone office um, built into the... Uh, tower it's not particularly fancy or elaborate um seems to be of a, a very uh a man who doesn't like overly gaudy decorations or anything like that you see a few things that clearly point this man out to be a wizard you see a few um experiments going on in the corner you see quite a lot of books on the walls very ancient looking arcane tomes but otherwise it's pretty plain and as you go in do you see a man sat at the desk and uh Whose face breaks out in a little bit of a smile as he sees Solara, and I will uh, show you all a picture of a Oh, Gandalf.
2: Yeah, he's
0: a bit Gandalfy. He is a bit Gandalfy. He's an older man with like the long white hair, a very long white beard. His clothes aren't super fancy, but you can tell from his robes and his cloak that maybe he is of quite high station here. And I'll say, Solara. Would have probably confirmed to you guys on the trip up that Aman is a member of the council that actually runs for expire. Okay, so he's a fairly fairly senior academic. Lovely, yes, indeed. Oh yes, <laughs> the best sort. And as you all approach, he uh, stands up and actually comes to greet you all. Well, specifically, Solara. He goes, Solara, it has been so long. It is a pleasure to see you again. What brings you here? You have news. He kind of takes her in a quick embrace and then uh, pretty much straight down to a business. He almost doesn't even pay attention to you guys as he approaches her. But Solara goes, um, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, it's, it's good to see you too. Um, a, a lot has happened, I guess I could say, and I have a lot to tell you. But uh, first, please, um, here are my friends. Uh, I met them while I was out traveling. They've been uh, a great help with everything uh this is uh Sophia Landrin Tommy Hawkins and um uh, a new person we met recently uh Grimthorne. Grimthorn um guys this is master Aman Jahal he is i guess the reason why i met you
2: it's a pleasure to meet you
1: yeah tommy's going to stick out a um stick out a hand and go uh, yeah uh is it Amon, professor how do, you, uh, how do we address you sir?
0: Oh, um, I, I'm not a big one for formalities, and he you shakes your hand because Oman will be fine. Um, well, I, I am glad that Solara was able to find friends in her travels. It's always good to uh, not go through things alone. I wish I could have sent more people with you, my dear, but of course, you know why. And uh, she sort of nods a little bit knowingly. Tommy kind of uh, looks oh, a bit blankly at that.
2: Really,
0: you sent her off alone for a reason? Oh oh, um, I see yes uh, I hope you don't mind me. We are free to elaborate a little bit here, but yes i I sent Solara off alone to investigate a potential threat that I feared may have been growing in the shadows, and i it is a very sensitive topic for the spire and one that I wish to keep silent and make certain that no one else was prying into this before I could prove one way or the other. You know, um, I can't be seen to be jumping at shadows in my position, so I asked if Solara could look into a few things for me and report back and to go quietly in by herself. She's a very, uh, talented sorceress, as I'm sure you're all aware, and I thought you would be able to uh, find out a few things that I couldn't by myself. Obviously, I'm a little bit more well-known and a bit more obvious when I travel, and of course, uh, being a member of the council here, I couldn't just disappear without at least telling people where I was going.
1: Well, I mean, let's be frank. how, How often do you look out the window? Have you noticed the sky is somewhat darker and there is a very large a green entity
0: floating up there? Yes, I, I have looked out. The sky does seem to have a strange green tinge to it, all shimmering and odd. I, I don't know if I'd call it an entity, but it certainly looks a bit odd. Um, we have been studying it, as I'm sure you can imagine. We have um, sent people out on expeditions to go to the what we thought might be the source across the ocean, but at the minute, there's not been uh, too much to report back. We had some reports about uh, a storm that seemed to be withering the crops, which was quite bizarre. Um, but uh, we told our people to stay far away from it and just make notes for now. Yes, um, I will say it is uh, most unusual, and I... At the back of my mind, I did, I did fear that perhaps it was something worse than everyone else seemed to think. But a lot of people here always think that I am a bit alarmist.
1: Think you are, and please do take no offence to this. Not quite alarmist enough. The um, very many things have changed since you sent Solara out. Uh, notwithstanding a city entirely encased in a dome. And the heart of Ophrin falling into the hands of the followers of the crawling chaos. Yes.
2: Rummy, Tommy, Tommy, ra- Tommy.
1: He, he sent ra-
2: her for a reason. What was that reason? He might I'm not just, know about anything like this.
1: I know. I just want to give him the headlines and we could delve in in a minute. He may so not far- care. Sorry?
2: Um, Tommy, he may not care.
1: He, he may not care, but the world's fucking about to end. So I hope he does. I'm looking for looking for a looking for a friend and ally here, but yes, go on then the i I've been honest and straight up with you, and I'm happy to delve into any questions you have. Uh, now, please would you mind enlightening us on the mission
0: you sent Solara out to do? I'm presuming it's something to do with this. his eyes go a little bit wide at some of the things you say there, and he kind of looks over to Solara when you uh, turn back to him and he goes, Um I'm sorry, are your friends a little bit touched in the head or was that all accurate? And Solara sort of shrugs a little bit and goes, um, they're, they can be a little bit strange, but yeah, that everything they said is true. Um, I guess I do have a lot to tell you. Um, And I'll say this, uh, assuming none of you stop her, Solara will give a bit of a, a general overview of the things that you guys have already kind of confirmed to her because she doesn't know much of it anymore. But she's kind of relaying it, you do notice, um, Sophia, do me an inside check, would you? And I'll say with advantage.
2: Insight... 14?
0: 14? You notice that Solara is not mentioning that she doesn't have her magic or her memories of what she's been doing. So the way she retells the story, she isn't saying that you guys told her this, she's saying it as if this is what she saw. And she's going by, obviously, you filled her in on the stuff you did together. And she's kind of relaying it that way. You don't know why with a 14, but you can pick up that she's not going straight out of uh, hey, I'm in a lot of trouble situation here. You don't know why, though, but that's the angle she seems to be going at. Hmm. Um, And when she kind of finishes Amon, looks a little bit shocked and then goes so um, I I take it then that I can I can speak rather freely. um, He kind of Makes a slight flick of his wrist, and you see that the door to his office slams shut and kind of shimmers for a moment. And he goes, Right, so no one should be able to listen to our conversations in here, so I will be as forthright as I can be. I sent Solara on a mission because I feared that an old enemy was not quite as defeated as the others here seemed to think they were a group that you all know as the Illuminated. And... to our great shame, they were once members of this spire, a long, long time ago. That is in part why everyone here wants to pretend that they are long dead. But I... I have noticed... strange events, and I have felt... A shadowy hand, guiding history when necessary. And I have always worried that it was them pushing events, starting wars, manipulating nations, trying to achieve something. And he casts an eye towards the window um, where you can see those rolling black and green clouds in the distance and the sky looking ever so off. And it sounds like you may be... Thinking along similar lines. In fact, you may know a little bit more than I ever suspected. This is most troubling. Tell me... Sorry, you say the world might be in trouble. What is the crawling chaos? What what are you talking about? What do you know of the Outer Gods? Um, Outer Gods, um... I am not certain exactly what you mean. There are plenty of entities that claim godhood. Most reside within our within our realms, the, within the celestial planes, as it were. You are speaking of some entity that does not? Indeed,
1: yes. I'm speaking of some entity that, on a hierarchy scale, sits way, way above that. And look, look, you can trust me here, I am a no. A theological scholar at all. I, uh, well, I believe in God's. I don't, just don't fucking like him. I didn't used to believe in him at all, but there you go. Events change. Yes.
0: So, have you heard of the, the Whispering Man? Do a roll. Let's see if he remembers something. He strokes his beard a little bit and goes, hmm. "Not quite said that way, but." We did receive reports of what locals were claiming to be some sort of magical affliction, but we couldn't find any source when we sent people. There were people within a town who seemed to have lost their minds. It happened quite recently. They were all claiming to hear whispers. Some of them said there was a man whispering to them in their dreams over and over again. It was driving them insane. By the time our people got there, some of them had... Some of them had killed themselves to put an end to it. Others had gone catatonic. The rest of the town were worried, of course, and we we tried our best. But I fear there wasn't much we could do for them.
1: What was the name of the town? Oh, it
0: was... uh a small little town just to the north of here, um, known as Brightdale, um just a, a small farming community, nowhere of particular
1: note. Okay. Yeah, well that sounds sounds like the MO. Look, it's it's more than that. It's by far more than that, and it's completely and utterly in league with your fallen um members. Particularly a man whose name begins with A, who we do Tend
0: not to say. He looks a bit concerned for a second and then goes, I had always thought that was the case, but it is worrying to hear that I may be right. <sighs> Do you have any evidence of their involvement? Anything that could prove that they still exist?
1: We we know for a fact they still exist. We met one
0: of their members. Well, that's something, um,
1: Course. And I guess I guess we'll we'll fill him in on, on the rebellion, and what we do know about um uh what about the illuminated, and we'll also fill him in about what we thought were the illuminated as well, the constructs, and yeah. and their kind of what they actually were, and what they were being used for in
0: Varadin, etc. Because I think all of that is kind of relevant to him, isn't it? I guess and to... yeah, when you talk about those, he um kind of. Likes rubs his eyes in a bit of disgust and goes oh, the abominations are the hallmarks of Elistra and Siciline's twisted experiments oh, I had hoped to never see such days where they would walk among us S- things that should be banished to the darkest parts of history moving among us in these days that is dire your testimonies would be quite compelling, but... I fear the other members of my council have been very adamant that the Illuminator are long gone. Do you have anything of theirs, Any anything that bears their mark, or their, an item, or anything that could help sway them? Hmm. An eye, perhaps,
1: surrounded by some tentacles. Um... What 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 do we have? Do we have anything, any proof, any of I'm us?
2: Looking. Oh, bloody see Do you know what you're asking about? Like two years ago.
1: I know that's the, that's that's always the problem with him. Um, <laughs> when you do, do so many efforts. Do we have
0: anything? Um. Well, um, if if you do have something that would be useful. Uh, Look, let me explain a little bit about how the spire works nowadays. Um, the spire is run by a council of elders. I am a member, along with uh, three others. Um, there is Alea, Cassia, and Gaius. We don't agree on a great deal, but we do keep the tower running, and we are the ones that commit its resources. I would say that. Cassia and Gaius have been the most ardent against the Illuminators' return. They see them as a such a stain upon our history, and, well, you can imagine that people best prefer these things to uh, be banished to the past, past mistakes and all that. No one wants to go digging them up. Um, if we could convince just one of them, with they would take something possibly more physical to show them something that could we could point to and say this is a clear example of them returning and existing um, Alea I am quite close to we might be able to make a case to her based on your testimony and at least then we'd have two people knowing the truth and believing you Do We have any bits of any of the illuminated?
2: Well, the culminates... actual ones? No. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't
2: I don't think uh, I mean, Solara was there for one of them dying But um. But
1: she doesn't remember that
2: She doesn't remember that So uh, Um. I'm going through everything that I have And I can't find fuck all We
0: don't have any letters or anything By, or anything I'll say um, one thing Sophia, do me an intelligence check
2: Oh, this isn't going to go well now, is it?
1: Come on, come on, come on Is there any way I can help her out with this? Or is there any way that she can she can ask her god to help her out with this?
0: <laughs> I mean, she can what, give herself guidance. That's what I was thinking.
2: I bet, what what's guidance? That's d4, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Extra, extra d4 on top of it. whatever you
2: roll. Okay. Let's do that. Straight up intelligence. That's a 20. Ooh. Plus a d4. With an extra d4. Okay. Three.
0: Twenty-three. Three. Sophia, um, Sophia, you recall from his own writings, and perhaps some of the things he used to keep on his person, your dad directly dealt with them. He knows they are, they're alive and working and active because he briefly worked with them and then kind of turned against them.
2: Would that be proof enough, though?
0: If he still has items of theirs and writings of theirs and has no real reason to lie, that might he, be... I guess he's not, he's, not, he's
1: not on their side anymore, so he'd hopefully give it up to you.
2: Yeah, but that means going to find him and then coming back.
1: Yep, it does.
2: Oh, bullshit.
1: That feels, feels about right there.
2: <laughs> look, actually, not getting things completely done that we wanted yeah. to. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. That's, that's about right, isn't it? Yeah. What the fuck.
1: <laughs> so, are you, you, you going to tell him about your dad? Or are you going yeah. to just, just. Yeah, gonna just.
2: J- sorry, yeah, just run about. Talk about how my father is Maximilian Landren and the fact that he made so many deals with the Illuminated. He ultimately stopped working with them and worked against them. But if we were able to persuade him to come with evidence...
1: Or, Or just provide the evidence to us.
2: Or just provide evidence, would that be enough?
0: Yeah. Strokes his beard a little bit and goes, yes, that's, I think that would definitely do it. If you could either convince him to come with you or to provide you with something concrete, we might be able to get Cassia or Gaius on our side.
2: I mean, is there anything that you can set in motion while we're going and getting this, this evidence? I mean, you, you, you said it yourself, people have been going insane. I've had dreams. Tommy's had dreams.
1: With and no, yeah, and you know, the whole heart of Othrin thing, and the fact that there's a giant army of uh, giants and orcs and everything up in the north, just waiting but, to and demons just waiting to come down and fuck everyone up. Uh, time is rather of the essence.
2: There's a dome of Avaridan. I mean, if you don't, if witches in like part of the reason that like that's part of what they did. If you could find. send somebody to find out. I mean, that's going to take forever, though, isn't it?
0: Yeah, probably. Well, we can have access can... to teleportation circles if we wish to send someone somewhere.
2: I mean, if you could send a guy that you trusted to just to verify that the whole city of Varadin is in a fucking dome, that the actions of Kren and and everybody else caused this to happen, that the king in yellow
1: oh yeah uh yeah the king in yellow yeah the, uh, yeah and all that <laughs> yeah and all that crap yeah it's, yeah, there's it's... uh kurt van helsing you know the uh the rock star fucking legend yeah he's um he's now the pawn of the king in yellow there's a lot going on <laughs> uh
0: sounds it um uh okay um well, I can I can certainly arrange for someone I trust to go to well, the city of Varadin and verify that it is indeed cut off by some dome, as you say. Um, that might help our case as well. Um I can start working on people here. Obviously I can I do my best already, but I will continue to push them in our regular meetings. And look, um, if if you wish I, I could I could call on Alya, and we could speak to her about it, and maybe get her on on our side immediately. That that
1: might be good. Now, look, last thing is why. Look, no offence, right? We've we've had a lot of dealings with a lot of people, and whilst we're being completely honest with you, because I guess there's nothing really to to hide. I mean, if these events are happening, and if you're an agent of the enemy, then you're already going to know about it, aren't you? And they know, we know, so. I don't really mind telling you these things, but why, why are you interested? And I will, whatever he says, I'm going to make an insight check on him. Yep. What's, what is, what's, what's your angle? Are you look, just looking out for the spire? Are you looking out for yourself. I'm, I'm not, not meaning to offend. I just want to know what drove you to start seeking answers
0: whilst others remain skeptical. Well, if I'm honest with you, it is because I have never been satisfied with the answers that the Spire provided. Not during my tenure here, not when I first learnt about our rather sordid early days. I knew that the Spire was hiding great secrets, and that only certain members of staff were aware of what originally went down when we were effectively the the birthplace of the illuminated when they turned against us when they studied here well i was never happy with the idea that they simply disappeared it made no sense to me but what i often found was that anyone else who knew about it you were walking into just a solid wall they refused to believe that that we could let such crimes go unpunished. According to our official histories, we sent we sent our best after them. Following Vork's death, we we sent everything we could to hunt them down, and the official word is that we defeated them. We we destroyed them, wiped them from the world, and banished their evil. But it all felt a little bit too clean cut for me, and <sighs> I just couldn't ever get it to sit right. So I dug and I dug and I fell into things that didn't make sense. As I say, nations going to war against each other for seemingly no reason. References to advisors or shadowy figures being the ones who truly pulled the strings behind a, a certain ruler's decisions. The theft of magical items throughout history seemingly disappearing to never be found again. To me, it all pointed in one direction, but to others, they claimed it was mad conspiracies. Honestly, I had to become a lot less vocal about it to attain my current position. I had hoped, as a member of the council, that that I could help shape things, but I found resistance all the way up. And so I turned to one of my brightest students, and he kind of nods at Solara, and I had to act in a more clandestine manner. It was unfortunate, but this is the only way I've been able to make any progress. It seems that she has done far better than I ever expected.
1: Can I get Sophia to give me a hand on that one? And can I get advantage on it? Sure. Is she listening in as well? I'm guessing she's.
4: Yeah, um, I'm being oh, very shrewd. Let
1: me just roll it again because I just I forgot to
0: put it. One um, sec. Uh, 16 then. 16, Um, you do get a genuineness from him. Maybe there's more there, but what you do see with a 16 is a man who, he's clearly like into his 70s. Um, He is an older man who has bared a lot of strain for a long time in his life and bared a lot of people not believing him and not helping him. And you can kind of feel that weight in his words and his eyes and the way he carries himself you think he's telling the truth, that this has been a very difficult battle for him to wage, and he's been doing it most of his life, and this is as far as he's got, sort of both being at the heart of it all, but also being around the most people who want to deny it. It's been very difficult. But, uh, yeah. Okay, cool.
2: I'm going mean, to look at Tommy and, and see if he believes him.
1: Tommy's going to kind of give you a look like a little nod, like, I think this guy's legit. I Um, think, I think, I think he he is. There may be like, like, yeah, I mean, I can't give more, more of that than that with a little look, to be honest, but yeah.
2: So, um, I'm going to turn to, to him and, um, and see, do you know the story of Othryn, the Titan King and his rise and fall to power?
0: Um, yes, yes, it is part of my, uh, classics, teachings, um, not a story I've read in a long time, but I am aware of the, uh, the storm giant turned emperor who tried to conquer the eastern plains and did a... Pretty good job of it up to a point, from what I remember, and then his empire collapsed upon his fall, wasn't able to sustain itself. Giants are notoriously uh, territorial, and a lot of infighting between the types of giant. Without him being there to kind of hold them together, it fell apart quite quickly, from what I recall.
2: Yeah, so I said story, and stories, it's stories that is not the, the best word for it, but the history of Othrin and his power um and his sheer personality and perseverance. Like he was trying to unite the giants against a singular um enemy. So we we, we said that we went to find the heart of Othryn, to keep to keep it away from from the people that would want it, such as the A man, etc. While we were there, we, we got the airship. I'm not sure if you've seen it parked outside. It's the really swishy one. I mean, there's not many airships out there. So um, while while we were there, there was a note from Othryn seemingly to be addressed to, to our friend who's in the library and myself and, and Tommy. And it does talk about the A-man and it does talk about... The Crawling Chaos and everything we've just said, would that be sufficient evidence if, if, if we showed it to you?
0: Well, that would certainly help, I think. Um, that would might be enough to get Aaliyah on side. She's always been a big fan of history and she might be able to verify its uh, writing for us. I think she was a study of the classics. The other two, uh, it might help the case. I don't know if it'll win them over entirely.
1: Yeah, suffice to say, uh, it would appear Ofrin has a prophecy of the events which are now currently unfolding, and his conquest was directly linked to what is actually going on now. He was hoping somehow to avoid the events which now transpire. Uh, Unfortunately, it would appear he was not successful, as he's dead, and... (laughs) lends some form of issue towards us with the power contained with his heart so yeah i think we probably could show you this actually yeah
2: yeah tommy i i I know i just um yeah it's just a letter
1: we're here we're here effectively for two reasons one is um one is we're hoping for allies because it turns out that uh Despite being horrifically evil and just generally uh, complete and utter twat, the followers of the Crawling Chaos and the Illuminated are a lot better at making friends than we are. And they have rather more allies out there. I mean, they've been
2: doing it for longer.
1: They have, but they also apparently are rather more charismatic than we are. Um, Or at least like... Or at least they like making deals and they like making deals with other beings and other entities and other organisations who all have the ill of the world or the ill of its peoples in their minds. And those who are self-interested generally are looking to latch on to the power that they might be able to gain from this. So, yeah, it seems to be working out pretty fucking well for them. Whereas us, on the other hand... Blinded to the issues at least at first and now facing kind of imminent downfall are kind of pissing about desperately trying to get allies on our side. Now, you seem like a decent gent and you also seem like you're a bit clued into what's going on. But, you know, even with what we've, we've told you, we have no idea really how deep this goes and there's so much more and we need to start moving so quickly on this so that was point one and point two and Tommy kind of looks at um, Solara as if to say are you going to tell him
0: Um, if you start staring at her she will give you a bit of a panicked look of like shut the fuck up
2: Um, let's let's follow her lead I guess
0: the other reason
1: was uh, we were just looking for more information as it were to assist us and we were hoping you guys might know a bit more about all these things but perhaps not yet but hopefully if we can point you on the right direction we can point you in to what we know is now going on i'm guessing you've got research teams i'm guessing you've got people who you could dedicate to um finding out everything you can about what's going on and perhaps we can communicate with you and you know your information can assist us as well as perhaps your skills with magic as well.
2: Please help us. Pretty, pretty, pretty please.
0: Well, yes, I, I will do what I can. Um, if we can get the whole of the Spire on side, we will be able to commit all our resources to this and perhaps prevent what they are trying to make come to pass. Um, you're right, we should act quickly. Uh, do you, you've shown him the letter, are you saying, or are you about to show him the letter? Uh, we're, we're about to show him the letter. Okay. If you show it to him and he reads through it, he will suggest that, yes, you should, we should go see um his, uh, the other member of the council. He thinks that you can win over with this. He thinks it's genuine enough to show her, at the very least. He also will go, and yes, if if your father has had dealings with the Illuminated, I do think that is a great angle to work. If we can get some evidence from him, then they can't possibly deny us. Where is your father located? Will it take you long to reach him?
1: Uh, well, we can plane our transport in our airship, so hmm. it will take us two days maximum.
0: And uh, remember, you can't yeah. plane a transfer there. You have to oh. fly, remember. Oh yeah,
1: we do, but we can plane a transfer to, near, to nearby.
2: No, I th- can't. We're quite near, aren't we?
1: Yeah, you're quite you there. A, that's why you came we, here.
2: Oh, yeah, like, yeah that's the fine coast.
1: then. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, he's on... Uh, what's it called again? Vampire Island? Teatris. <laughs> <laughs> Vampire Island. The, yeah, Teatris, that's it. He's, he's on Teatris, or at least we
0: believe he is. Uh, we scribed on him recently. Oh, Teatris. Ah, that's... I see. Well, an airship will certainly help you get there, but if I were you, um, our Quartermaster, he gets supplies to uh to and from there on occasion i'm not quite certain how he does it but you should be best speaking to him about it he might be able to give you some insight about how to get to the island safely it's yeah an incredibly dangerous trip yeah we have we have to get
1: there anyway because we've got to validate our parking so <laughs> ah yes of course of course don't want to get clamped <laughs>
2: or get how the do clamp
1: you cl- <laughs> how, 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 how do you clamp an airship one wonders. Oh, I guess You don't want to see. You don't want <laughs> to see. It's horrifying. Uh, fair play.
0: <laughs> right. Well, if, if you're all right with me showing this letter to her, I, I suggest we act immediately.
1: Yeah. We'll I mean, with. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, the worst. I guess the worst thing that could could happen is that she's an agent of the enemy. And
2: what's the letter going to do, though?
1: It's going to tell her that Othryn knew what was going on but i
2: it's a dead giant
1: yeah i mean it's it's if 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 if, if there's a chance uh, the 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 chance of us getting an ally off Mm. the back of her i think let's 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 just say to him can we meet her and get the measure of her first before we mention
0: Mm. the letter
2: yeah sounds good
0: yeah sure Um, she is here at the moment uh Cassia and Gaius aren't in the tower right now, but thankfully Elia arrived this morning, so we should be able to grab her before she must leave again. Um, okay, no time like the present then. If we're rushing, let's go. And he heads off towards his door. Um, I'm guessing as he, he opens, heads it... off
2: quite slowly, though, because he's like <laughs> 70-odd.
0: Well, he's got a bit of that old-person power walker uh, going at it with his staff, you know? He's... Uh... <laughs> he's he's more
1: sprightly than his image would give him credit
2: yeah (laughs) so not like Futurama with uh, the professor who's just not quite (laughs) that (laughs) okay
0: Um, when he gets to the door and opens it and you guys all sort of head out you see Mr. Fate has just got to the top of the uh, stairs to the eighth floor looking tired and carrying some books
1: hello Dick Um, yeah anything I
0: hate fucking stairs
2: well don't fuck the stairs then
5: very funny um, <laughs> you, yes, Tommy Hoggins, I have these books, but I need your help looking at one of them when we get back to the ship.
1: Oh, so oh mate, no book. worries. Yeah, uh, yeah we've had... Uh,
2: you need help with a book? The fuck?
1: Yeah, mate. C- come to Tommy. Tommy, the uh, the professional Innocent. at books and that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
2: oh god help us gods help us
1: yeah well <laughs> now look um, I kind of whisper it kind of in his ear because I don't know who like any students might be wandering around and stuff so, uh, seems like uh, seems like he's on the up and up we're we'll off to go and visit another academic uh, another one of the kind of leaders of the spire who might be able to uh, we might be able to convince to be on our side uh, we're going to show the letter from Ofrin as some kind of proof that the uh the illuminated are actually in existence because that's the main thing in it these illuminated started started here and they they are currently trying their best as an organization to deny their existence anymore so that's the idea
5: so in other words the idiots refuse to believe the truth and Now we are trying to convince them of the obvious.
1: Well, yeah, Uh, present company accepted. This uh, gent seems like he's been trying to prove the truth for quite some time now, and it's been falling on deaf ears because you know what academics are like once they uh, decide their position, it's fucking hard to move them out of it. They're very very good at arguing.
5: Yes, and doing nothing of action. Okay, so so we've mentioned the the half elf not knowing anything. No,
2: um, yeah, uh, I, mean, like,
1: um, I mean, like, I mean, I
2: mean, what half elf? I mean, um, I don't know much. No, no.
1: Uh, we, we get we get into that. Par- looks like it's not something she wants to talk about with this gent just yet. So we're going to cover that in a bit, and I'm kind of keeping that on the like quietly. Dick did not say that under his breath. Well, I'm, 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 hoping, I'm hoping the others have, have carried on because at the brisk pace that the old man was setting and I've stopped to talk to Dick, but we'll see.
0: Well, he just goes, oh, I don't know, she knows quite a bit. She's been very helpful today, haven't you, Solara? Yes, I, I know many things. Um, <laughs> Lots lots of stuff that has happened recently I am aware of, yes.
2: <laughs> That's my is, girl. Is, is
1: Is she staring daggers right now? Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Dick is staring back in confusion. Um. Tommy, Tommy, t- me, me just kind of like, kind of just rest a hand on his shoulder and just, just kind of gives him a kind of just, just don't worry about it kind of look. You just, just, yeah. You. As if you, you allowed to keep moving.
5: Anyway, nevertheless. Right. Um, idiots then.
1: Well, this one, this one might not be the uh, the ones who are out. Definitely idiots. Hmm.
5: Can Dick go back to the ship? Dip, Dick, you don't need Dick for this. Dick, Dick's going to go back
2: yeah, to the but ship. You are a superior mindful being. You don't know how immense help you could be if you so put your mind to it. Uh, I
5: mean, well, if you are fo- trying to stroke Dick's
2: ego. I mean, I'm trying to stroke Dick, but um, it tastes a bit funny.
1: It's, it's, it's if he has never been one for Dick, really.
2: No. Well,
5: it's
1: working. Okay,
5: fine. I shall <laughs> come and I shall lead the conversation as per usual,
1: because I am the smartest. Yes, <laughs> Tommy's going oh, T- to Tommy, give you all Tommy's going to give Sofia like a look. Like, why?
2: <laughs> 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 he, he was, was going to fuck off. Don't <laughs> separate the team. Don't split the party.
1: I mean, in fairness, yeah, I don't want to send unarmed Dick Fate off on his toddler to the ship. Yeah, weapon. exactly. He's, my he's, weapon's back at the door. He's gonna oh, be. Oh yeah. He's gonna be. Yeah, you're gonna be arguing with security when we get back. <laughs> they to be like, "You can't park it here, mate." I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Inside, they told us. I, I went to the gift shop. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't care. You're gonna have to move it, mate. Come on,
0: we got. <laughs> Look at my goddamn snow globe. <laughs> 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 uh. Okay, so you're all going together then. I guess is the uh, the gist of it. We're Apparently off to see so. the
2: wizard, the magical wizard of Oz.
0: Yes. So you're off to go see Elia. Can
1: can can I can I ask? Do do we know what what their specialities are by the way? Just just out of interest, did it say on the door or something?
0: Uh, it Stay. did not, and you haven't asked him.
1: Okay. As we're, wand- as, as we're as wondering, I'm going to ask him. So a uh, bit of a uh, magic novice here. Uh, what's your what's your school slash Speciality slash, um, you know,
2: Hogwarts favorite, or um, are you uh, like Ravenclaw, Hufflepuff, <laughs> Gryffindor. <laughs> it,
5: why does it feel wrong that Tommy isn't losing his mind going, it's all bullshit?
1: Because <laughs> Tommy's. Tommy is actually on his best behavior, trying to find allies, and and, and, and yes, d- deep deep inside, Tommy's just like fucking joking it. Um, <laughs> but he's tried, he's very much on his best behavior because because you know we're we're all aware of how thin our allies are right now. Um, <laughs> and, and this this guy seems genuinely nice, unlike um, what was his, what was his name, Master? What was the what was the guy? Um, who was the archpriestess Lauren's like?
2: Oh, that oh, dude.
1: Yeah. Oh, what's his name? That Tommy just fucking hated that guy so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't remember that guy. Uh, yeah, to yeah. Notes. It's it's been it's been so long, hasn't it? But yeah, basically, he he doesn't he hasn't come across like that guy, so so Tommy's willing to kind of try and be friendly.
0: Um, yeah, he'll go. Oh well. Um... Yes, my uh, my speciality was always abjuration, you know, magic to uh, protect things, banish things, uh, kind of un- really getting to understand how to uh, protect people and uh, remove evil influences, things like that. Oh, I'm
2: down with that, yes. Noble class.
1: Sophia does a bit of that with her, um, and and so does uh, Rorik as well with their kind of clerical stuff, but they tend to just bother a god, I guess, You you do it a different way is that right sorry you know bit of a novice here
0: oh uh, yes that would be correct i uh, learned it through many years of study with uh great tuition here at the uh Warwick spire
1: oh yeah so it's like magic from reading a lot basically
0: Yes, pretty much, as long as you can uh, understand all the right words and rituals and materials that you need, and say them in the right way, and have the correct source of will to apply it, it is uh, something that anyone can achieve. You don't need to be a born wizard. When you are, you're usually called a sorcerer, because it's in your blood. It's not something that you uh, need to practice in the same way, but for someone like myself, I was just a, a normal child, and I decided to go into the arcane arts and found myself with a bit of talent for it.
1: Tommy sort of mentally makes a note. Wizard equals nerd magic.
0: Yes. <laughs> Indeed, the biggest of nerds. And you'll um, <laughs> find uh, Mistress Aaliyah is a uh, master of uh, conjuration. Uh, Cassia was always a fan of uh, evocation. She likes to uh, make things explode. And um, Gaius was of the School of Enchantment.
1: Okay. Look, is there any chance any of, um, any of your other leaders may have been swayed to our enemies because obviously we're going to try and make sure make everyone get evidence and stuff get everyone on the same side get a, the spiral working together but at the same time is
0: there any chance any of them may be agents of chaos oh um well i i must admit i've never suspected such a thing it's, it's not impossible i would say gaius has always been the most ardent against us uh going after the illuminators um, Aaliyah has been relatively supportive, though she is a bit uh, standoffish about it. Cassia, um, again, she's a bit ardent, but perhaps less so than Gaius.
1: Just want I put that thought in your mind, mate, as we, um, as potentially after we leave and stuff, if, they, if they're turning back up, just perhaps keep things a little stum, and oh, yes, maybe, I... maybe watch them a bit more carefully. Oh, definitely.
0: definitely. I, I've been uh, quite secretive in all of my actions here, and if they knew I was wasting resources on things that they didn't believe in, then we'd have a lot more arguments about it. Of course, I'm allowed to do what I want to a degree, but, you know, I have to go through counsel on certain things.
1: Yeah, alright, well, just, um just sort of mention it anyway. Yeah, it's, uh, it's... I'm guessing you guys you don't mind, like, obviously is a sorcerer. a saw some what, well, some guys reciting poetry downstairs. So I think they might be bards. Is it open to all magic users? At least those that don't bother gods for it. Or oh, it?
0: oh yes, indeed. Yes, yes, yes. We have a uh, we have a, a a bardic college on the grounds. They uh, teach all sorts of uh, musical incantations. Always very interesting, I thought. And yes, we take in sorcerers who need help refining their powers. Of course, to them it's all natural, you see, but they still take time to uh, learn how to properly apply it. And uh, we even take in a few of those who have, uh, well, got their abilities through um, deals of one sort or another. We always have to be a little bit careful on that front, but uh, the college is open to all. Interesting.
5: Senior so leadership what you're is saying, "Is evil people are allowed here too?"
0: Oh, most definitely not. We don't um, encourage use of uh, magic in in, uh, in a uh, obscene way, like that sort of thing. No, 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 we try and instill good value in everyone.
2: But necromancy, I'm, am I oh. hearing this right? The necromancy is allowed
0: here. Necromancy is indeed allowed here. Yes, necromancy, what the is not f- just.
1: Um, Sophia, did, don't, don't just don't look at your spell list, alright?
2: Yes, I know. I don't use that one. <laughs> 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 Necromancy
1: <laughs> gets... I was <laughs> going to say, when, when you become a sorcerer or any kind of spellcaster, you
0: have to take a hypocritic oath to you so you can... <laughs> 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 um... <laughs> Necromancy may get a, a bit of a bad rap at times, but a lot of it is allowed... It's about understanding how you may extend someone's life to heal them or help them. And of course, offensively, it can be used to uh, conjure spirits or undead. But typically speaking, uh, I I do see your your symbol there. I I fear I am uh, preaching to someone who uh, is not open to listening to it. So that's fine. I will not uh, go against your beliefs. But yes, we do allow it within the college and we will continue to.
1: Um, senior leadership all wizards though, yeah?
0: Uh yes, currently we have had um other um spellcasters in the past, but yes, this current crop are all wizards.
1: Is there and yeah, isn't there like any jealousy
0: from wizards to sorcerers
1: at all? just because you know, it's like they're basically the jocks of the school, they just come in and
0: they're naturally gifted at everything while you guys are studying away for hours. Well, I, I like to think at the uh, the more senior levels and the graduates don't have that issue. But, of course, we do have to break up fights from now and again. You see, there's one problem with a bit of a mixed campus. Yes, you have the naturals and you also have people who can uh, give someone a headache by insulting them. It's uh, You know have to really balance things and come down quite strictly at times.
1: Okay, yeah. And I guess my last thing to say before we uh, meet is is there anyone any of your postgrads or anyone that you trust just as much as Solara who might be able to join us as we move on you don't have to answer now but I have a bit of a think perhaps
0: yes I I might have to give that some thought I don't think no names immediately come to mind
1: that's just Tommy thinking that whilst we're going to need to talk to Solara and go we've come all this way why the fuck are we not getting their help for your problem if we can't get a pro- help for her problem, it would half be nice to have somebody who can cast a few spells about of the non-healing variety. Okay, oh I no, guess you we... don't
2: want my heals, no. Okay, oh, fine, no, I won't I, heal
1: you. I, I, I want your heals. I want you to do exactly what you did last time in combat no, and take no, damage. No, I won't. Just, I am just saying. Do you not want offensive spells as well? Beep, 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 beep. So touchy, Sophia. They all die. Yes. <laughs>
5: What, what do you know about forbidden texts? Um, broadly, that they're forbidden. Well, that's not exactly what I meant, as in, what do you know of them? Have you read them?
1: I mean, we're, we are walking through the middle of the main corridors here on the way to her office, so. Dick, ask Eric. Uh, yeah. Uh,
5: All this talk about budgets and things, Dick careful, none of that.
0: Let's get to Root of Problem. Um, I, I've read a great many texts in my time. Uh, no, after our meeting, I'm sure I can uh, talk to you more specifically if you have certain questions. But um, any kind of gestures, and as you guys are now basically outside of uh, Mr. Cilia's, like office, which looks very much like the uh, door to his office. Very uh, copy-paste. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dick's yeah, going
3: to door in
2: sake, dick. Okay, Why?
0: you can kick the door open if you wish. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> so you burst past him and he's like, wait, hang on a second. And then you kick open the door. Oh um, dear. And you see a, a woman sat at a desk, not too dissimilar to uh, Amon's. As she uh, looks up and you see her long black hair, her Light purple, glowing eyes, as you look onto a face that Aww. many of you recognize. Oh, <laughs> sake. As you stand in the office of the Crimson Tongue. Tommy's going to draw
1: his sword, and that's where we're going to end the episode. I mean, let's be honest—if he had his gun, he would have drawn his, gu- his gun. He would have done a hand solo, you know, straight up, no fucking about. <laughs>
2: Fuck's sake, sir. Can you what? just give us one friend?
1: Well, we do. One friend. He couldn't give us two. <laughs> <laughs> you reached your limit. Right.
2: <sighs> do I have to watch an ad to be able to watch, to get another friend? Is that why? Is, is, is it behind a paywall? Like, yeah. I, I, get, I can skip so many ads and then, and then I can get another fucking friend.
1: Oh, joy.
2: Oh, I'm so pissed off.
1: <laughs> that was uh, to be fair that was that was a good fucking yeah 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 I wasn't expecting
0: that Nope <laughs> well, I try to keep you on your toes <laughs> Lovely Well oh, shit <laughs> That was good. That was uh, Gunpowder, Treason, No Plot. Thank you for joining us, everyone. And uh, if you enjoyed the episode, be sure to check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash gtmp, where you can uh, you know tip us a little bit of cash to show your appreciation for the show and help support us to keep this content coming along. We also have uh, Twitter accounts. I'm there as at trees and No. My players are there with their player names and gtmp at the end of it. We also have a WordPress website and a Facebook group, all at Gunpowder, Treason, No Plot. And I will hand you over to my co hosts to say their own little goodbyes.
3: It's Ask Dick!
5: Hello, my name is Dr. Dick Fate, the Agniant for Variden. This
3: week's question comes from Carl Dear Dick, Will you superheroes ever be coming back and saving us from this blasted bubble? I've been here for so long, I don't even know what day it is. Well, Carl,
5: the best answer I can give you is
4: maybe.
2: It's Ask Dick! (laughs) It's not going to happen, is it? Even if we do save the fucking world, they're still going to be in a fucking bubble. (laughs)
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We, we, we've met the Crimson Tongue again now, so we can ask oh, it.
4: for fuck's um, sake. <laughs> I, I, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm waiting for the episode of Ask Dick where Dick asks Dick questions. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Dick. This is Dick. <laughs> uh, right. Shall I do a Come roll? On. Yeah. Okay, that's a zero... 202 we had 02 before uh
2: we have not see,
1: see what you can do Sean Bean
2: um uh wait a minute it's just classed in as a uh, weapon of plus 2 so
1: boring right yeah. 60
2: 60 have we done si- no done that before
1: 87
2: 87 we have not done 87 sunblade ooh this ooh. It appears to be a longsword hilt whilst grasping the hilt that's what she said <laughs> you can use a bonus action to cause a blade of pure radiance to spring into existence or make the blade disappear while the blade exists the magic longsword sword has the finesse property if you are proficient with short swords or long swords you are proficient with the sun blade you gain a +2 bonus to attack and damage rolls while using this weapon, which deals radiant damage instead of slashing damage. When you hit an undead with it, this target takes an extra 1d8 radiant damage. Ooh! It eliminates a eliminate emits a bright light of uh, four, uh, 15 feet, uh, with an additional dim light of 15 feet. The sun. The light is sunlight. Uh, you, yeah, you can dim it. It's got a dimmer switch, apparently. Hmm. Andy. <laughs> cool. Yeah, <laughs> you can make it go brighter to thirty. Feet. Wow! <laughs> no, right. It's no. Oh, is it literally just like a lightsaber? Yeah, I think
1: basically. it's. I think it's pretty much that, fantasy lightsaber. Yeah,
2: that is pretty much it. I want that. That sounds mm, awesome. good for killing vampires, especially yeah. with undead malarkey.
1: Um, I mean, radiant damage is just a just a solid damage type to have, anyway, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Oh yes, the, really is. There's, there's there's very few things that um, don't
0: dislike radiant damage. So mm. yeah. Like I don't think you thank me enough for making your bow radiant damage.
2: No, I don't, and I do thank you.
0: Good. It's, it's that pretty handy. Pretty <laughs> handy. <laughs> <Let me laughs> <end> <laughs> That's why you can't complain when I do things like this to you. I mean we can. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: we clearly can. <laughs> we we can and we
1: will, but <laughs> it it doesn't outweigh the good things you've done. Mm. It just it it just is makes us single shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: right. Well, that was Gunpowder Trees No Plot. We will be going on a slight break as it's the summer holidays and we all have things to do. So we will see you back in September. Uh, let me have a look at what date that probably will be. So this episode will be going up on the 22nd and yeah, we won't be back until towards the end of September either the 19th or 26th. We will announce it on Twitter just so everyone's aware. And once we're back with recording our regularly scheduled content. So and this uh,
2: isn't like the last time we went on a slight break. It is not. I, we promise. No, no, <laughs> no we'll get we definitely married
0: there's no marriages, no babies, no anything like that. It's just, you know, it's summer, we want to break, and it's fucking hot. So, you know, <laughs> taking a week off.
2: <laughs> don't sue us. Don't sue us. Yeah. We're lovely
1: people. Don't, don't don't sue us. Don't sue us.
2: Except Bunkle. Except Bunkle.
1: What? Yeah. Anyway. Actually don't don't sue <laughs> Bunkle or I'll turn up at your house and boot your door in. Apparently.
4: <laughs> <laughs> For no reason.
0: <laughs> Literally no reason. And we'll see the reaction to that in a month's time, I guess. Goodbye. Bye.
3: Bye. See ya.
2: Hey there. I'm Emily. I'm Erica. And we're your new best friends, whether you like it or not. (laughs) Listen to Grow Out of It every Sunday to make fun of us. As all best friends should. While we read our old creative writing from our childhoods. There's a first time for everything, the magnified voice <laughs> replied. <laughs> mm-hmm. My name is Morgus and I will destroy you. <laughs> Classic Morgus.
1: Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen.
0: Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects you heard during this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so be sure to check them out at www.soundscape.com. Epic games need epic music.